This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, November 5th, 2019. I'm Caleb Brown. The recipients of this year's Nobel Prize in Economics earned that accolade for research that shows some paths forward for alleviating poverty across the globe. Cato's Swami IR says that award was well-deserved, but it should come with a caveat about how poverty is best alleviated. Describe to us the, the folks who shared this uh, Nobel Prize in Economics and what they are celebrated for having achieved. Okay, these three people, Abhijit Banerjee, Esther Duflo, and Michael Kremer, they noticed that if you want to have a new drug approved by the Drug Authority, you have to undergo randomized clinical trials to make quite sure that this thing works and various biases don't creep into that. So they said, why not extend the same approach to various economic programs to see whether they work or not. So we will have randomized controlled trials. We will have a control group where you don't follow a policy, a treatment group where you do follow that policy. And by comparing these two, we can say, does that particular approach or that that particular technique work or not? So this was the insight to have a rigorously controlled program free of biases. Uh, They've carried out by now, I think, about a thousand such experiments the world over in developing countries. And you've got a various number of small, valuable insights on what works or doesn't work in different programs. And it is for this that they've been given the Nobel Prize, for extending ideas that work in trying to test uh, clinical drugs. Let's extend this to government programs and test whether they work. That's what the Nobel Prize is for. What's wrong with that? What makes you concerned about uh, about this particular prize being handed out for these particular contributions? The main problem, I would say, is that it's uh, I have nothing against looking at small issues and small problems, but this does not look at the big issues and the big picture. What is it that reduces poverty? You have to have things that promote rapid economic growth, which is the biggest antidote to poverty. You have to have things that encourage the private enterprise and the freedom uh, to transact in the market. Uh, You need to have policies which discourage excessive fiscal deficits, which don't encourage inflation. You need good governance. So you need a whole lot of these other big picture things to reduce poverty. And if you don't tackle those big picture things, just tackling these small things in one program or the other is not going to have that much effect. I mean, very often, in fact, you are trying to test a program that you already know is lousy and pronounce that, you know, this is lousy. And this does not necessarily tackle the big issues. So I said, if you really want to tackle poverty, you need to have prizes for the big ideas and the big issues. However, I would say that there is also a place for having small solutions for small problems. That is what this Nobel Prize is for. So to the extent that this is being handed out for uh, for work that is uh, trying to eliminate a lot of bias when it comes to uh, addressing uh, poverty, it seems like it may provide an opportunity to get reform in countries that are simply not interested in uh, things like uh, private property, the rule of law, things that we know contribute to uh, economic growth. Exactly. 
I mean, it's something that's particularly useful in unfavorable conditions. So if you have, you know, guys with wrong policies and kleptocracies or bureaucracies that just don't function, these guys by and large are not interested in the big ideas, in the big reforms. But if you have various ways of improving this credit program, this educational program, that health program, these improvements, they don't challenge the elites, they don't challenge the ruling ideologies. So even in unfavorable conditions, they can nudge you in the right direction. And that's an important gain. It's worth giving an example. One of the most famous of their experiments was one of deworming children in Kenya. Now, deworming pills cost just a couple of pennies. They found that deworming children not only improves their health, which is to be expected, it very substantially improves their school marks and school performance. And following on, it improved the earnings of these dewormed children by 20% more than the other children who were not dewormed. And this then translates into a few pennies spent on deworming, adding up to thousands of dollars of income in later life. So this is a very big bang for buck. And I think it wasn't fully realized that just deworming, such a cheap thing, can achieve so much. So that's a useful insight. Now, mind you, this experiment was repeated in some other countries and found to be much less effective. So as I said, what works in one situation will not work the same way. But it's useful to come across these little insights like this, which can produce these improvements uh, regardless of the big ideas for reducing poverty. Swami Iyer is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast wherever you please and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.